Welcome to Hour 3 of the Donna and Steve Show. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment. I did look up the Leah Remini, Beyonce wax figure. Uh, sure. I see it a little bit. The similarity. <laughs> similarity. A little, little New York in you, girl. Who's a boo-boo bear? How do you say it? Similarity. Larity. Yeah. Larity. I shouldn't have said anything. I shouldn't have said anything. It was just your, you know, <clears throat> similarity. Florida. You know who says a word interesting? Um, Ellen always says hilarious. That is hilarious. Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Huh. How do you say it? Hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. Interesting. I'm so l- glad we worked this out. Can you tell people the time and temperature? I lost my whole story. Now, nobody <gasps> knows that I was about Where'd to talk to everybody go? about. But I lost my whole story, and I'm bummed right now. All right. Uh, the date is Friday, February 9th, 2024. It is 11.05 and 12 seconds. And the temperature, I'm going to guess, to be about uh, 34 degrees. 31. Close enough. All right. Thank Getting you. Getting up to 35 today, though. So great job. Pretty good. All good right. Job, Donna. All right, Steve, what was your story? Maybe I can help you. Uh, it's this list of the celebrities who fly. fly private the most. Yeah. And I can't find where it went. Because earlier this week, we were talking about Taylor Swift. And there's a guy who's tracking her mm-hmm. private plane whereabouts on a 24-hour delay, but still her team might sue and say, dude, not cool. This could impact her safety and well-being or privacy. Well, but he says, hey, it's public data. I'm just aggregating it all in one place. Well, and I could see where she would be sensitive to that considering, you know, the stalker situation. It's not good. Uh, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Jay-Z, Oprah Winfrey are on the list. Where'd you find this? I just Googled it. LeBron James, Elon Musk, Floyd Mayweather, Travis Scott. You're treating the story very differently than I was going to. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to more so, you know, we stop, okay, we have a little right. chit chat about right, each person, you know, pretend it's like Friday. it's our only story we have in this segment. <laughs> this Here's is a brand the... new article, Steve, did you find it? Because I think I did. Okay. I just linked it in there. Make sure. Oh, thank the you one? so much. Yeah. God bless you. Taylor Swift is number one. She's actually not. Oh, uh, according to this, oh, this list is from last summer. This one is oh, from yeah, this yesterday. Is, yes, thank yeah. you, Mike. That you is the it. right one. So this interesting list. They came out on it. Travis Scott was number one on the list. Okay. All right. And then Kimothy Kardashian came in at number two. Wow. And then, still no Taylor, Elon Musk comes in at number three. Remember Elon Musk, that guy who had that Taylor Swift tracking Instagram channel or whatever, used to track Elon Musk as well. Then Elon Musk like deactivated his Twitter for a day and was like, hey, that's private information or whatever. But the guy was, he got reactivated the next day. He has said it's public, and it's on a 24-hour delay. I don't know, guys. Beyonce and Jay-Z come in at number four. Wow. Bill Gates at number five. I wonder if there's going to be a day where we have, like, electric planes. Like we have electric cars. You know, it's strange. Huh. I've never heard anyone wonder that before. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm being genuine. Okay. I know it sounds like I'm making fun of you there. I've never heard that thought, to my knowledge, ever. And that's an interesting thought. Because if we could do it <clears throat> on the ground, I know there are other 
You keep going. You're doing engineering uh, problems to get around, considering aerodynamics, aeronomics. I don't know if I would feel great right now. If I was on a plane and they said, by the way, this is a brand new innovation, you're on an electric motor plane. I don't know if I would feel great about that or not. I think you could do a hybrid, not. maybe part gas, part electric, so that if one runs out, the other will kick in. Say things, Mike. I'm just doing a little bit of research here. It sounds like because of the massive amount of jet fuel that is needed, and I mean like 20,000 gallons yeah, of jet okay. fuel for okay. one flight, I don't think it's close. We batteries can't, we can't quite, get a charge. Batteries yeah. aren't quite to that level yet from okay. the sounds of things. It would have to be a very, very short flight, according uh, to I this. was going to say, yeah. if it were like some of these smaller private planes. Sure. And no. By the way, on this list, Taylor Swift doesn't appear on it. That shocked me. In the top 30. Okay. Like, according to them, people who are flying private more often... Includes such names as Jim Carrey, Mark Cuban, Paul Allen, not our Paul Allen, <laughs> the Microsoft Paul Allen, Seattle Seahawks Paul Allen, James Dyson, Jack Nicholas, Mark Wahlberg, Blake Shelton, Jeff Bezos, Drake, Kenny Chesney, uh, Tiger Woods, Harrison Ford. Wow. I mean, I'm not going to lie. What? If I had access to a private plane, I would be using it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your honesty. I mean, I'm not real proud of that. Yeah, every yeah. If anybody out there has a stance on pri- private planes, that's okay. You that's because can. you don't have one. That's why. <laughs> but if you were offered it on your next trip, yeah, yeah, you skip security. And like, and All then imagine you have kids in tow too. Yeah, you don't need to worry about it. bring whatever food you want from home. Doesn't matter. They're not going to check them right. security. Yeah, come on. Right. Oh, they can roam about the cabin the whole time. You see what I'm saying? <sighs> Listen, I see what you're saying. Why well, I, I the other time that I was in a private jet. Look, these are places that I'm not supposed to be. I was very fortunate to have been invited. The second time, it was a friend in town who was flying home to Pittsburgh. We both had family in Pittsburgh, so it was during Christmas. And I went out there. And it was great. And then we had like some mimosas that they were giving us. It was very fun, great conversation. But then came the time that Stevie Boy had to go pee. Okay. And I don't do well peeing around other people. And so for this one, I just had to go behind this little like accordion door and it was a fully partitioned off accordion door but it's not soundproof it's not soundproof people are right outside of it like how close like as close as you and i are closer no 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 it would be like if the bathroom door was where your computer monitor starts oh wow! it was very close and so i was like oh guys i don't want to do this and we made a big deal about it then i get in there and it's a small this one was a small situation and so I am all but on my knees. I'm in like a deep, oh, wow. deep That's small. squat trying to pee into it and trying to hit the side of the toilet oh, wow. where there's not water so that I'm not, so no one's judging my stream. You know, when uh, what would have come in handy is that hospital grade pee bottle I gave you. You could have peed into it and then just poured it directly into the toilet. So you think that it would be easier for me, Less hunched noisy. over, to accurately pee into a small mouth bottle as opposed to a toilet? 
It's not a small mouth bottle. It's wide mouth bottle. But compared to a toilet. Yes, that is what I was suggesting. Suggesting. It was scary. And then the girls were scared to go in afterward. How long of a flight was this? It was like two hours. Okay. Okay. You know. Okay. Sorry I blew up. You know what, guys? Not every segment can be your best. <laughs> We're not going to send this one to the awards commission and say, huh? Consider For your consideration. For your consideration. I love it. When we come back, we do have a couple of studies. Uh, the Super Bowl is happening this weekend. So um, who's going to win the big game? And what are people most excited to see? Plus some other Super Bowl stats yeah. okay. for Sunday. Uh, we'll get to that when we come back. It's Donna Steve on my dog. Hey, guys, it's Donna for Blaze Credit Union. Blaze uh, is the result of a merge between Highway Credit Union and Spire Credit Union. But you know what? You've heard me talking about Spire before. It's all the same. Still offering the same loan options that they did before. Uh, Still offering free checking. Still giving back to the community. Uh, I'm a member of Blaze. They've got, is it 26 locations, I believe, and two more coming this year. They've got a large network of ATMs. You've probably seen the billboards uh, for Blaze. Listen, there are no annual fees on any of their um, Blaze Visa credit cards. And all of those cards give back 0.25% of your purchases to our local community. In fact, since that program began, uh, Blaze has given back nearly $2 million. Uh, here's what you should do. Go to blazecu.com. And remember, Blaze is insured by NCUA, and they are also an equal housing opportunity lender. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve. On WKRP in Cincinnati. Huh. Sorry. You ever seen that show? No. All right. I bet I'd like it, though. I like shows set in the world of radio or television. Yeah, me too. I do. A lot. Sports Night. I remember enjoying that show. That was a short-lived Aaron Sorkin show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. News Radio. Yeah, really yeah, enjoyed yeah. News Radio. The one with uh, Matt. Matt, Matthew Perry. Studio 60 on the Sunset Love Strip. that one. That's a really, that was a really good one. My favorite one of all time is The Newsroom with Jeff Daniels okay. on HBO. How about, but you've never seen Broadcast News, the movie. I don't think I have. You should see it. It's so good. That's with. Holly Hunter, uh, William Albert Hurt. Brooks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It's one of those movies that when it comes on, I have to watch it. I don't care what I'm doing. I'll stop. Wait, that's a movie that I feel like when I'm flipping, I never see. 
Not so much anymore. Yeah. Almost Famous is another one of those. That's a one. That's one that you like. You've recommended that. That's with um, uh, Kate Hudson and Billy Crudup. Didn't change his last name, did he? No, he sure didn't. He said, I'm going to try to make it in Hollywood, and I'm going to stick with Crudup. That's That's... what he's from. I'm watching the morning show right now, and my mind was like being blown, because I'm like, I know this guy. I just am struggling. Yes. Yeah. Don't you love his character, though? I like him on the morning show. in the morning show. Really? so funny. He's the kind of character who you want him to give you a monologue. You just want to sit back and see how they deliver the lines. Maybe I that, love that character. Oh, gosh. I need to find this actor. You've never watched Scandal, Donna? No. Is that Claire Danes? No. That's um, Homeland. Carrie Washington? Yes. yes. And I loved that show. I thought it was g- gripping storytelling. Listen, I'm knee-deep into succession right now. Well, the re- the re- it's funny that you, that you made me think of it earlier. Because you were talking about how great of a season finale, and I was thinking, what, what's the last show I was watching where there were like awesome season finale? Scandal came to mind. There's an actor named Joe Morton in Scandal. He plays Rowan Pope. So he plays uh, Kerry Washington's dad. He is one of those actors who, no matter what he is reading, you lean in. Once he starts talking, he, he voice, has this he great, Yes, but he also has this great intensity about the monologues that he would deliver during scandal when you were just like dang it that was great and he had this particular delivery and he would out he'd sometimes end with this olivia and it you were like oh my gosh this guy is such a bad there? a it no, no, sorry <laughs> that sounded like james earl jones and another guy jeff perry who played cyrus bean in scandal he too could give wonderful monologues. We should get like all these guys into a room. You know, and you know how um, Variety does actors on actors? Yes. It'd be great to see like James Earl Jones, this guy you're talking about, Brian Cox from uh, Succession, like all these big Shakespearean kind of. Yes, they all seem very well trained in the arts. It'd be yes. cool to have a mashup of them all reading the same piece. Yes. Not auditioning for something. Just we we want your interpretation, it and then you a, can serve it up to story. the audience. Could be a children's story. That's a yes, great idea. Good night, moon. Lord only knows Ew. what they could do with that. I anyway, love it. anyway, good talking to you. Yeah, you're uh, there. All right, Bye-bye. What are we doing? We're doing a study. I can't find the study button. Studies have shown. In fact, I think one of the main studies have shown that <laughs> studies have shown that voice right there. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. I would like us to play that again, okay. and I, it's going to be when I clap the voice that I'm talking about, or I'll go woo woo. That listen to this voice before Start. or after he says whatever he says. Oh, okay, right after. All right, ready? Yes. Big finale there. Okay, here we go. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... That guy, second guy. Oh, really? I believe that is Joshua Joshua Molina, who plays David Rosen in Scandal. Okay. I don't know how to verify that, but it's always kind of bugged me. Okay. And again, this is a segment on... The Super Bowl. Super Bowl Bowl studies. (laughs) (laughs) We do, we do, we do have some. Um... (laughs) 
You guys, now, Mike, I don't know who you're rooting for. I know Steve's rooting for the 49ers. I'm not doing a lot of rooting, um, with the exception of the ones that might help you monetarily. Who's your money on? Yes, my money's on Kansas City. Uh, That's smart money. If you're giving points to to Patrick Mahomes, which they are, they're giving some extra points to him, I'm going to take them every time. Plus, your defense is playing incredible. Yeah, they are. All right, well, uh, according to a poll of more than 10,000 adults, 39% of people don't know who will win. That's dumb. <laughs> a hopeful 35% say the Chiefs. 26% say the the Niners. I love 39% of people polled don't know who will win. Um, that none I of might us offer don't. an update. 100%. <laughs> Um, another recent poll of like 1100 plus adults, uh, 25% are extremely excited for the game. 48% don't care at all. Three in 10 men say they're excited to watch compared to two in 10 women. It's a good shopping day. If you're interested in going like to the mall. Yes. We said it'd be a great day for the movie theater as well. Yep. A lot of people, well, not a lot, but 22% are really excited for the commercials. If they didn't already give them all to us. You know, some of this they're ranking their very excited level. Friends, there are very few things in life that you're very excited about. That's true. To get to a very excited level takes a lot. Let me ask you this. Are you very excited about the Usher performance? No. I might. Oh. Am I still on? You're on. Hey, my headphones are going out. Um, I might even run out and do some errands. Yeah, my get listen, and I go ahead, email me. I get it. I'm a prude. We watch the halftime show very differently. I uh, yeah, you have kids because you have kids, and I don't know if you guys have been watching, but sometimes there's some suggestive material in some of the songs, lyrically, uh, twerkingly. Are the all kids in, interested in that though? Well, if they're in the room and they're watching the TV, they don't know that Usher is performing. I don't think they know who Usher is. Okay, maybe but, put the yeah. puppy bowl on. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll watch it after the fact. All right. There's some other fun facts. We'll sure get to them at the end of the show. Great performance. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. When we come back, we're going to do a slow jam, Donna. It's a segment that we did earlier this week, but they slow it down to half speed so we sound even dumber than we sounded at full speed. Want to stick around for that? <laughs> huh? That's that. Hey there, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com, weight loss plan where I lost about 25, 30 pounds. I did it in just about two months. That's about a year ago. And I just weighed in this morning. I'm keeping that weight off. Why? Because I didn't rely on some weird drug that uh, once I got off it, all my hunger came back or had to rely on eating prepackaged food that I didn't want to eat ever again. I ate foods I actually liked. I continued to eat those foods, and I continued to keep that weight off. Hey, thanks, MNFatLoss.com. Uh, you know, you too could do this. If I can do it, you can do it. I'm not that strong, people. If you uh, you can probably do it, too. And if you do want to do it, here's what you should do. is Call them up, email them, do whatever it takes, and get that free consultation. And when you do, say, hey, Rocco on my talk told me about this. You can save $200. So do like I did. Lose all that weight and keep it off with mnfatloss.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Welcome back. Thanks for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. That was an entertaining oh, halftime show. Oh, it's so good. It looked really cool. The set design that they had was great. And they left you wanting a little bit more from everybody. Yes. There was oh. even a surprise performance by 50 Cent. G-Unit. Yes, everybody was on their feet dancing. Remember, he was upside down, 50 was? Yes. I forgot Get about the club. that. So good. So good. And then once they hit like the little piano thing on, for Dr. Dre, it was just, it was cool, man. It was cool. Mary was J so cool. rocked it. Was, it. was Anderson Pack part of that? Playing? Anderson Cooper was DJing. <laughs> they do, they're always their celebrity I'm pretty journalist. sure Anderson Pack was part of the. You are right. Thank you. What was, I, I listen, I think he does some work with Bruno Mars, right? Yeah. I don't feel yes. Anderson Pack in the know. He's cool. I believe you. He was drumming. Yep. He, right? Yeah. Drumming for Eminem during, uh, yeah. So good. I know things. What is really the best Super Bowl performance halftime ever? Prince. Prince is great. Like the short list of conversations. Prince for sure. Yep. Michael. Michael Jackson. Michael did a cool thing where he appeared at the top of the stadium. And then like finally came, he was on, as I remembered, he was up high. Above a stadium on this pedestal thing, and everybody's like, "Oh I'm my already gosh, getting like Michael, Michael!" And then there's like smoke or something like that, and he goes away from this thing, and then boom, like a second later, he He's pops on stage. up on stage. So they had an impersonator up there. Now he pops yes. up on stage, but and this was cool vintage Michael. He pops up on stage, holds a pose, wearing his aviators in his full "I'm the King of the World" mm-hmm. ensemble. Doesn't move or say anything for, I believe, like 52 or 56 seconds. He just holds a pose as Michael Jackson while the crowd reacts. And then he goes into his performance. That great. That's a cool, that's just a cool moment. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that was good. The Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J, the one we just talked about, that was really widely celebrated. Yes. The most powerful one for me was U2 after 9-11, because then the final oh, song they did was yes. Where the Streets Have No Name, yep. and they projected all of the names of the victims up behind yes, them, and nice. I loved U2 at that time. That was such a good show. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then probably the Minneapolis one from 1994 <laughs> or whatever. It's oh. Winter Magic! 92, yes. <laughs> 92. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dorothy Hamill and the 1980 Winter Olympic uh, hockey team oh showed up. Oh, my gosh. And uh, go for marching band. We've come a long way. <laughs> 
Let's just say that. Okay. So, all right, it's Friday. It is uh, just about 1130, and DJ Rock Lobster left a present for us. He went up north to the Boundary Waters. He's going to try to survive up there and left us a present before he went. Mike, any hint or context that we need to know ahead of time? I think Southern. Oh, Oh, no. no. I'm going to slow things down. That's right. We're going to slow things down for the lovers out there. This is the Donna and Steve Slow Jam. We're fixing to go to church. I wonder why. I wonder why. I wonder why. We're fixing plum. I am plum tuckered out. <coughs> My neighbor is plum crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and this is plum with a B. Oh boy. Isn't that how you spell plum? Well, not like know, if you eat thumb. a plum. Uh, I guess that I'm thinking of thumb. <laughs> the bassoonist who sits plum in the middle <laughs> of the wind section. <laughs> wind section. <laughs> oh, mama lad. <laughs> oh. Fetch me some more Sit down for a fabulous evening Well, I'll be Look what the wind Can't never could So, alright, so this day is just a drag. Can't never good now! (laughs) If the creek don't rise!
I, he was grinning like a possum beating a sweet tater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the Donna and Steve slow jam. Southern edition. Oh, no. We found Southern sayings that we thought were enjoyable to say. I do declare. I do declare. The bassoonist. <laughs> Plum in, in the, the middle, middle of the, the wind. wind. Oh, Donna. <laughs> that was good. That was special. It was special. The bassoonist. Like, I don't oh. think I've ever said that word in my life. I've said it about as many times as I've said, like, flautist. Wind you know. section. Is that correct or would it be woodwind? De- it doesn't matter. It definitely doesn't matter. The, no, I think wind is like... But is that a woodwind? Woodwind, wouldn't that Wo- be more like violin? Nope. And, nope, that'd be a clarinet. Uh, but the wind section also includes like your flute. That's what I was that's thinking. That's not a woodwind. That's not a woodwind. So wind is different than a woodwind. I do declare. I do declare. <laughs> like... Yeah. He didn't even crack a smile the whole time. He had heard it oh, before. Oh, I was crying the whole time. <laughs> and I listened to it earlier, and I was crying. I like Steve. Look at Mike. It's so good. He's um, just so desensitized. Let me see here. There was a uh, thing that we did years ago. My family had a... Um, oh, my God. My family, we all did this cook-off at Christmas. And so each of the adults had to pair up with someone, not your spouse. Okay. To then you were in charge of a meal one night. And so we all... Like during a vacation. Yeah, this is during a trip home for Christmas. And so um, everybody was sort of theming it, too. There was a very presentational element to it. So there was Italian one night. There was Asian one night. There was Indian one night. And then there was like, you know, Southern, I guess. Okay. And I I just remember, I haven't heard these in a while, but I was just looking at my old voice memos the other day, and I heard one of a child when they were much, much younger. And then I remember... I'm going to try to play one of these, and this is probably going to be really stupid. But just to give you an idea of um, this. Well, good evening again. It is I, Jameson Witherby III, proprietor here at I Do Declare. So that was the name of our oh restaurant. Okay. <laughs> and as I remember, what I did was went and I recorded all these outside and then waited for people to be sitting around. And then once our meal was ready, then I pressed play. And it started, well, ring-a-ding-a-ding, time for your dinner. And it was this whole overcooked presentation. What did you, what did you make? Flank steak. Oh, okay. According to the Yelp reviews, it was not cooked enough. But, you know, oh, you know we were a pop-up. We did people. it one time. It's a big family. You're it's not going to notice if a couple are missing. You'll be fine. From food poisoning. Donna. What? Well, I do have a question. Yep. What was the bassoonist... In the middle, plum in the middle of the wind section. <laughs> Are you Googling bassoonist? Just bassoonist and wind. Okay, now they the bassoonist in the woodwind family. Oh, uh, okay. Do but you know was, what one looks like? Of course. It's curly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Isn't it kind of curly? A bassoon? So the main distinction between the instruments... Uh, all woodwinds produce sound by spitting the air blown into them okay. on a sharp edge, such as a reed, reed or a fipple. Okay. Have you heard a of su- a fipple before? No, but I've heard of reeds because I used to play the clarinet. 
Bassoon is like that really tall clarinet that has a little thing that comes out. Okay. And then you blow into it like that. So that's that little sharp edge yeah, thing. Yeah, the little sharp edge thing. Uh, but despite the name, a woodwind may be of any material, not just wood. Awfully named. Okay. I, the bassoon looks like it would be a really beautiful instrument to play. Let me look at it. I think traditionally, isn't it just the wood section, the brass section, and the... Um, and, and when? The drums. Well, the drum section, which would be... Percussion. Your percussion section, yeah. I think that's the usually the... Huh. Distinctions. I'll tell you what, I'd love to hear more clarinet players. Yeah. Uh, I think the clarinet is awesome. The saxophone is great. Yeah. And I like that the, the flute of, um, like, it's like a Native American flute. Yes. It's so beautiful. I really like that. I agree. I really like that. I would like to sit plumb in the middle of that section. I Oh, that's fun. All right, let's take a break. Uh, this show. Isn't over yet. We have another section. We're excited. And we got a couple things. There is an airline that is now weighing passengers. What do you mean? I mean, before you get on the plane, you need to step on the scale. I'll explain who's doing it and why they're doing it. Yeah. When we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Simple, customizable cremations start at $1,000 at Crescent Tide in St. Paul. Uh, if you look at their Google reviews, or you take it from me, because I've heard it from other people, uh, people have priced around a simple cremation when a death in the family occurs, and they're like, wow, uh, Crescent Tide uh, for $1,000 is a lot less than what others are uh, offering. And I think you'll see if you look at those same Google reviews that the team at Crescent Tide, Lisa and Verlin, it's a family-run business, uh, they take care of things in a prompt, courteous, sympathetic manner. And even though they have the best price around, it doesn't feel like you're dealing with a discount service. They're good people over there. Um, I think if you look at those Google reviews, you'll see that I'm not lying to you. My mom, actually uh, still around, has prepaid and pre-planned for a simple cremation just so things are buttoned up for her kids and we don't even have to pay for it. So, hey, thanks, Mom. Check them out today. Crescenttide.com. My talk keyword, cremation. Show on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. You know, I was talking about how I saw Jelly Roll backstage. There was some footage of Jelly Roll talking to John Bon Jovi, then Paul McCartney. Yeah. Really cute video of Olivia Rodrigo talking to Billy, Billy Joel. Joel. I saw that. Oh my gosh, she was just adorable. And she's like, Are you nervous? She seems so lovely. She does. Yeah, I know her, her songs get Lyrics a little angsty, are a little, yeah. But she just seems like really. Down to earth sweet. and cute and sweet. Which yeah. is how she seemed on that show Bizarre Vark on Disney, Aww. which is where my family came to know her. Cute. Anyway. Um, right. Love her. I want everybody to reach down and just put your hands on your stomach right now. Don't sit up straight. Just put your hands on your stomach. This is You know how they tell you to take your shoes off so that you can earth outside? They call that earthing. Yeah. I'm earthing. This right is now. fleshing. So I want us to flesh right now. We're all fleshing and it's oh. helping us to become aware of our bodies right I th- now. I think we're good in that department. In the what? Fleshing department? I am. I'm well, very aware of my flesh. Oh, okay. You don't need reminded. <laughs> right. I'm very fleshy. Well, now that we've reestablished contact with our physical body, I tell you this. An airline called Fin Air out of Finland mm. is weighing passengers now. Mm-hmm. As well as their carry-on luggage. Mm. They're doing this for the next three months of flights from Helsinki Airport in Finland. It is voluntary. 
They say we do not ask for the name or the booking number, so they're not going to be storing your weight in the system. However, they're going to be adding the person who is there will see. I'm like, look, store my weight digitally like I care. I would be concerned about Bert behind the ticket counter saying, oh, we got a big load today. Or how about if they had like a like a jumbotron where they just put your weight, the number once you stand on it, so everyone in the waiting area could see it? They said it's similar to a carnival setup. So you can win stuffed animals. They're going to gamify it. I think you'll like it. But yeah, they're like, we won't digitally store it, but the person there at the way station will know. And I find that to be the most vulnerable thing of, I just met this person, and now I will walk away and they'll know. Um, yeah, you but know. you're never going to see that person again. What do you care? It's like going to the doctor. I thought you would care about this. I don't want it to be public or like, ma'am, can you tell me how much you weigh? I'd rather just stand on it. Don't tell me like I do at the doctor. Oh, yeah. You turn your back. Yeah. I turn around. So because they still use like the old school thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always turn around. Of course, I see it later when I go to my chart. Um, I think I am a little surprised that they haven't done this already already because weight is an issue on a at least on small planes that's how they're able to weigh mm-hmm. the luggage and they know that but on any plane the weight matters and they use approximations for that i've been on a couple of not full flights recently and where they have divvied it up and said 20 yeah, of you can yeah. sit in the front 20 in the middle 20 in the back yes same and so so it is they're trying to distribute it more evenly for sure yeah if yeah if you have an empty but anyway if it's your worst nightmare to be weighed by someone at an airport i would encourage you not to fly out of helsinki on thin air for the next three months but who knows maybe it'll be a thing everywhere soon what's the what did they say about it like what's the explanation like we're doing a test run it's a three-month test that they're doing and they're just trying to figure out does this benefit them maybe like think from a fuel perspective knowing how much fuel to put in how much time is needed to refuel if you need what would they need for how much do they need to utilize engine power based on the weight of the you know i guess a bunch of these hippie not hippie dippy engineering hoity-toity sort of nerdy numbers that they'll figure something out to determine if knowing the exact weight benefits the flight in any way from a safety, comfort, efficiency standpoint. The back half of what I just said, almost entirely made up. But that's Uh, my assumption. I assumed. assumed. Thank you for clarifying, though. Also, if you're interested, I told you about that big Royal Caribbean cruise ship called the Icon of the Seas. Mm -hmm. The largest passenger cruise ship that is on the seas according to royal caribbean and they just had their maiden voyage last week i said maiden voyage what am i a seaman seasman mm. anyway the points guy website has a wonderful exhaustive review of it so if you're a cruiser i know my buddy bradley is I love cruising. If you are thinking about booking on this ship and you want a really long, exhaustive review, not like a quick TikTok video, the Points Guy, it's a great website, but they've got a really long, thorough review of the ship that you might like. 7,600 passengers can fit on that, as well as some 2,500 crew members. Wow. What's normal? I don't know what a normal cruise... A few years ago, a really big cruise ship would be 4,000 plus. 
Then they came out with Wonder of the Seas, which was over 7,000. Now this at like 7,600. But they've got some cool new things that they're doing with the rooms. They said even though the ship is huge, it's relatively easy to get around the ship. But they also had some drawbacks to it. But it is, it's uh, it's thorough. So if you're a kind of a cruise geek or just want to know a little bit more about this ginormous ship, full write-up on the points guy. Okay. You know what I want to do? I want to go on that cruise where you pay, Mike, I don't know. I'll send you the link. That'll good, make, yeah, open on there. Like yeah. 50 grand it's, it's there, right. yeah. for like three years. You get to live there. They feed you. Yeah. I can't remember what the exact number was. It could have been 100 I think grand. it was, yeah, even more. They actually closed that. They were working on that, trying to fund it, and then it turns out this was like a Firefest situation where they didn't have anything lined up, and they were only going to be able to, like, they had arrangements set up with different people to say, okay, you're going to provide this food, you're going to pr- provide this, but they actually didn't pull the trigger until they had enough people sign up, and apparently it didn't happen. Oh, oh my geez. gosh, what a bummer. Darn. Yeah. That would have been really exciting. All right. Let's go, I'm down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no. Oh, it's mac and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no. It can't be. With your soup, we soup, we soup. So down to the cafe. So it's in his big soup of the day. Oh, oh, oh. You had a good soup yesterday, too. What was it, Minestrone? No, it was white chicken chili. Oh, yeah, I like white chicken chili. Me too. Hubbard Cafeteria, please leave a message. Can I uh, ask Please leave a message at the tone. When finished, you may hang up or press pound for additional options. Where are you? (laughs) Call us back. Bye. From now on. Where are you? Where are you? That's a little bit of the... uh, I can't unhear that now. Where are you? How they over enunciate. It's fun, huh? Yes. That'll be our thing from now on. Sounds good. That's the message I'll have in up. perpetuity. Okay. It's All right. fun. What are you doing this weekend? Oh, thank you so much for asking. Uh, I don't have plans. Nice. Staying Watching down the football. south? Uh, yeah, I'm going to stay in town, you know. Nice. I'm dog sitting. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, I, maybe I'll go to the cabin. I don't know. I got to go look and see if my trees are removed. Oh, sure, sure, sure. lots of tree situation, and I just had a bunch of them cut down, so. Mm. It ain't cheap, I'll tell you that right now. That's the truth of the matter, sister. Right? You said it. Do you want to buy me lunch? No. Mm. No. How about no? (laughs) Dr. Evil, I think. I think you're right. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm going to host a uh, a gala for the local school district that we're in. Thank you for asking. You are? Yeah. Huh. Tomorrow. Your kid's school? Yeah. Their district. Their district. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah, we'll get out there and do that. Huh. And uh, I think that's it, man. All right. We'd be chilling. Mike, you doing anything this weekend? Going to the Minnesota Golf Show. Oh, fun. Oh, From cool. our friends down the hall. That's great. Fun. Wonderful. Bradley and Don next. Bye.